<laughs> Quick update uh, that just uh, came across here. Damar Hamlin's GoFundMe had an original goal of $2,500. Mm-hmm. It has now surpassed, y'all ready for this number? $7 million. Good. Wow. Everybody. Wow. Yes. And still climbing. Awesome. And still, still climbing. So if y'all can donate to the to the call to that cause as well as this one, very, very much, very, very much appreciated. And Damar, we are praying for you, brother. We're continuing to soldier, continuing yeah. to soldier on for you. We want to see you get well. We want to see you get healthy. And I'm gonna go ahead and make the first request. When you get healthy, no matter how long it takes, I want to have you here. Mm. I want to have you on this program. But these are black men talking baseball today. And you know, we're going to the mound. You know, before we go on the mound, I'm yes. kicking myself in the behind. Why? Be, be, well, because um, Dietz, with this comment, how did I forget George Brett? How did I how forget George Brett? In the world did I forget about George Brett? Man, how did I forget George Brett? Yeah. Number five for the Kansas City Royals. How did I forget George Brett? Like I said, George Brett was one of those hitters, and he was a lefty, that you hated to see play against you, but loved to see play no matter who he played against. Mm -hmm. How did I forget George Brett? Yeah. Because George Brett used to – George Brett was one of those hitters back in the day when he he faced your team, and you think you held him down for six to seven innings, he would always find a way to get that one key hit and would – he would kill us. Mm-hmm. I mean, Don Drysdale was he would a kill a lot of people. It wasn't like yeah, he did. George Brett killed Don, a lot Dr- of Don Drysdale was the television voice of the White Sox for a long time when they were on WFLD. Man, Don Drysdale mm. would cringe every single time George Brett would come to the plate against us, and if it was late, yeah. and another left-handed hitter. Yeah. I was about to say. Thrill. I was gonna say. Say, say uh, Chris Burman's nickname. Let me find something <laughs> real. Let me find something real quick, and I'm about to make Victor very, very happy, because in 1989, when the, um, when the Giants were playing against the Scrubs or Cubs, <laughs> I've been calling them the Scrubs forever. Not the Scrubs. The Scrubs. Um, your, your hatred to Cubs is absolutely hilarious. You ain't heard nothing yet. <laughs> and I saw Will, and it was an afternoon telecast. Thank you, um, afternoon, Vince Scully. Mm-hmm. When he had that hit against the Cubs to break the one-one tie, I was screaming and running all around the house. My mother said, "But it's Chicago. Why are you chilling? I hate the Cubs. Period." Mother never forgave me for that statement. Mm. Speaking of left-handed batters, doggone it, I got one for Wise, who wore pinstripes. 4-4-11 lifetime against Chomley. The Yankees are a base hit from getting very close to tying this game. A little old single. The pitch. Swung on and hit in the air to deep right center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a grand slam. Jason Giambi. The it's a bottom hit. of the 14th. One out. Walk off. Grand slam. And one of the best games you'll ever see. 
the Yankees rise from the dead in the bottom of the 14th and win the game 13 to 12. The Giambino is promised moment as a Yankee. They mob him at home plate in one of the wildest finishes you'll ever see. And by the way, ball game over. Yankees win. Yankees win. I swear I use that call when I do baseball a lot. The Giambino, when we're talking about left-handed hitters, what about some relief pitchers you don't want to face? I know we talked about this before, but not at the length we're going to talk about it now. And I already said the first one I would want to face was Dan Quisenberry. Mm. I absolutely hated Dan. I'll give you two right-handers. Dan Quisenberry, Mariano Rivera. Okay. Totally different reasons yeah. because Mariano's cutter, you just put your put your helmet on backwards and go sit down. I'm not gonna hit this. The first two closers that I remember. Mm-hmm. Of course, Goose Gossage. Yes. 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 And Bruce Souter. Oh, Bruce Souter. Cup fans hated Bruce Souter. Uh, for me, because he started with because he started with the Cubs and wound up flourishing with the Cardinals. With the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to go with the most obvious, which is Mo. Mm-hmm. Um, Number forty-two, Mariano dun, Rivera. Dun, 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 Number Mac, forty-two. I wouldn't want to face Ag. Dennis Eckersley. Yep. Yeah. Brilliant um, move by Tony Larusa, by the way, to make him a, because make him closer. Yeah. Starter yeah. until he got to Oakland and. Um, LaRusa said, I'm gonna make you a closer, one of the best damn closers ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and another pitch who started off as a starter and then ended up going into the bullpen was uh Dave Forgetti. Dave, all right, Dave Forgetti. Um, let's see, John Smoltz when he was a closer. I forgot he was converted into one. Yeah, he loved, he loved, he, he hated being a closer, he just loved, yeah, he loved reason. starting. Because yeah, he wanted already, to be a starter. Yeah. He wanted to be a starter. But the two years he was a closer, no one could touch him. Mm-hmm. No one could touch him. Let's see. Hmm. He already took one of my other favorites, Bruce Souter. Mm-hmm. Bobby Thigpen, who invented the circle change, mm-hmm. and it wound mm-hmm. up setting a record in the American League at the time, 57 saves. That was right. 1990. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Jesse Orozco. We talked yeah. about him. Yes. Yeah. But another person. He, 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 yeah. Yeah. Lee Arthur Smith. Lee Smith. Yeah. Oh, well, 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 okay. Well, you, you, listen, you, you you're hating on the Cubs. Head. I'm hating on the Cubs, but I love Lee Smith. Mm-hmm. I love Lee. I love number 46. Lee Smith. I'm just hearing a bass's voice in my head now that I mentioned Cubs. Way to go, Sammy! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's a closer that was with the Expos and finished with the Twins. Jeff Reardon. And Jeff Reardon had that funky leg Mm -hmm. kick. Um, Mitch Williams, the Mm -hmm. wild thing, who surrendered that game-winning hit to... Will Clark. The okay, so the guy before Mariano, John Wetland. John Wetland. 
That's the name I was, I was trying to think of the guy's name. Yep, yes. John Wetland. Yeah, who yeah who uh, Rivera set up for until he, uh, Rivera took over the reins as the closer. Yeah, and that was that. <laughs> mm-hmm. As soon as uh, because as soon as Mariano took the closer's role, that was that. Mm-hmm. Trevor Hoffman. Yeah, that's a good one. It's one of those you know the close you have the lead, your opponent has a lead, and you see their closer coming mm-hmm. in, and you're like, Oh damn it. <laughs> yeah, that chances of coming back. Uh, well, it's all gone. Yeah. Uh, I had a love hate relationship. Hmm. Who was Houston's closer back in the day? Well, I have a love I'm glad you mentioned I have a love hate relationship with him. Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Billy Wagner was a great closer, but I remember him throwing a walk-off slam to mm-hmm. Brian Giles against yeah. the Pirates. So that's one. The other, I, I, I had a lukewarm feeling for Brad Lidge. Brad Lidge. Mm. In fact, I think our Pujols homer is still floating in the air. Oh, that, what, that ain't coming down anytime 17 soon. years later. 17 years. That ain't coming down anytime soon. Mm-hmm. You that want to talk not, about that, that is not coming down anytime soon. You want to talk about a big building go silent fast. That one, I mean, uh, down that to one. the la- down to the last out in the NLCS as soon and as soon as, as the ball touch, yeah, it as soon as the ball touched Pujols' bat, adios. You, you just literally can hear pin drop. Mm-hmm. You knew as soon as it left his bat, you knew even on TV, you knew. I was like. Yeah, like, I was like, oh Lord. I didn't even look. <laughs> like, that doggone thing's gone. I mean, he crushed the crap out that ball. Yeah, he did. I mean, and, and he was walking to first base. Yeah. He was walking to first base. And 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 deservedly so, because I'm like, <laughs> like and that take, ain't coming take back. as long as you need to, man. Exactly. You need to enjoy that bomb you just hit. Yeah. Cause I mean, I mean, it's I mean it's like. I'm like, oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I was geared up. Uh, I was geared up. Speaking of Brad Lidge. I don't think that taste is there. Potsednik hits one to deep right center field. Yeah, you know how to deal with those homers. This ball is gone. Potsednik goes deep. His second home run of the postseason. And the White Sox win at 7-6. to six. This is after you know Bobby Jenks one. gave up a two-run single in the top of the ninth inning yeah, to Jose Vizcaino. Mm-hmm. Seeing eye single, if there ever was one. Yep. Yep. Uh, y'all remember Gene Garber for the Atlanta I Braves? I do. He had he had one of the funkiest motions I ever saw mm-hmm. because he would start with an overhead windup and then turn towards second base, and you knew he was dropping sidearm, but you still couldn't hit him. Mm-hmm. I do remember him. Still couldn't hit him. Oh, I mean, what was that fool? What was that fool that uh, later on ended up being close of the Braves, but his mouth got into trouble? Rocker. Oh, John Rocker. Rocker, John Rocker, Rocker, John Rocker. Yeah. yeah. I wish the Mets would have 
beat him yeah. one more time in that series. Yeah. I wish the Mets would have won one more time in that series. I wish they would have won one more time in that series. Mm-hmm. A starting pitcher you wouldn't want to face. That's easy. Nolan Ryan. Oh, you, you took my number one. I'll give you another number one. Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson. I'll give you another number one. Doc Gooden. Oh, yeah. Dwight at his prime. Yeah. Oh, uh, see, a starting pitcher I, I wouldn't want to face. Did you hear the stories about that? Did you hear the stories about Bob Gibson? And he didn't play. Like the dude, dude was intimidating. Man, look, I saw some footage of Bob Gibson. He went out and he worked the team over and left. Go out, mm-hmm. throw nine innings, and leave. Greg, Greg Maddox. Oh, the professor. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. oh. Greg Maddox didn't have a fastball to save his life the last nine years of his career, and yet he still won 300 games. He's a Hall of Famer, and deservedly so. But that changeup, that changeup and that curveball. So they newly christened, it's now called Manny Parker, because it was Enron back then. So it's like the second year of the of the of the of the ballpark. So I go to see the Braves that that uh that 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 day and mm-hmm. that night. And Maddox is on the hill. I didn't know that until my friend actually when we were driving to the to the stadium said, uh, yeah, you know, uh for the Braves who's gonna be pitched. I was like, who? Maddox. I was like, why didn't you tell me that before we get in the car? Right. So that we got to the ballpark at I think it was like 720. Mm-hmm. And the time you left? 935. First pitch was 735. Oh, Maddox didn't play. Neither did Mark Burley. Mm. I never seen a pitcher work so fast in a half inning than Maddox. I I've was surprised. Seen... I was so shocked that game in, in total time didn't take two hours. I saw Greg Maddox throw a game like that. And I saw Mark Burley throw a game like that against Seattle. And he and struck out that's... 12. He Burley struck out 12. He won the game two to one. And it took one hour, 39 minutes. Yeah. And and Maddox, he gave a one hit in the first inning, and that was it. That was it. And, and stupidly, they took him out for the top of the ninth, the bottom of the ninth. I'm like, why? I'm like, why, man? The Astros batters couldn't even touch him. Mm-hmm. Of course, they touched up the uh, touch of the reliever. It wasn't a closer. Touch of the reliever, they scored a run, and the game was over. It was one nothing. That's that was the final score. But I was mm-hmm. like, man, Manx is cooking. And 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 I think I think his pitch count. I think he only threw like eighty four pitches. Yeah, it was about that. It was about eighty, yeah, eighty, eighty one, eighty two pitches. I'll give you a left handed uh, starter that was underrated for a while until injuries caught up with him. Former Dodger. Jerry Royce. Mm, that's a name you don't really hear. Jerry Royce. No, of course yeah, he not. Pitched with the White Sox for, the, for a while. Here's no, a lefty I didn't want to face. The man who's nicknamed Lefty, Steve Carlton. Carlton. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. I tried to copy his pitching motion and I couldn't do it because I'm right handed. Here's a left handed pitcher I didn't want to face, and the Philadelphia Phillies hated his guts, Scott McGregor. Mm-hmm. For the Baltimore Orioles. Orioles. A little factoid about Scott McGregor through a complete game in game five of the 83 World Series to close him out. Mm. And what p- 
pissed me off about McGregor, but made me laugh at the same time. He's one of those pitchers who came over the top, and he had this slow, slow leg kick. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he planted his foot, you're like, okay, I can pretty much guess what he's going to throw. Nope. Can't. Nope. (laughs) You know what was coming out of that arm. And he was a lefty. Mm -hmm. He outdueled Steve Carlton in that 83 World Series. Mm Mm-hmm. He that was hard to do. Old Steve Carlton. That was hard to do because Carlton then was in his prime. That was hard yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I don't want to see Roger Clemens. I don't want to see Pedro Martinez. Mm-mm. Oh, here's one I wouldn't want to see Randy Johnson. Oh, hell no. I'd, I'd be John. I'd be John Crook. I, that's obvious. I'd be John. I'd be John Crook at the All Star game in Baltimore. Look, seeing a dude, you kill, seen a dude kill, kill a bird. A bird. Seen a dude kill a bird with a hundred mile an hour. Be cold right there. Be cold right there. <laughs> you, you seen him kill a bird? You I ain't. mean, bird flying, <laughs> bird flying past. Poof. Yeah, and nothing but feathers. Nothing but feathers. Oh, That's man. like imagine that hitting me. Like I'm like, oh, mm. I don't know. And the oh, batter man. who was facing Randy Johnson when he did kill the bird had to be going. Thank God that wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> I bet you probably struck out after killing that bird. Probably. He was probably shook up like, damn, he just killed uh, the bird. <laughs> and then he blow one by you. Oh, yeah. right. He just blow one by you. Imagine what he's what imagine what that boy could do to me if it hit me. Like yeah, strike out. Like if he hits, I'm just if swinging he hits at everything. Me, I'm swinging at everything. It don't if matter if it's low me, high, I'm going down. Look, just get me hits, out of there. If it hits me, I'm going down and I ain't getting up. And Sig Diggy, thank you for this name. Juan, Juan Guzman. Guzman. Oh, my gosh. Why do you have to say it that I way? hate Juan Guzman. I love him, but I hate Grease him. The ball with his, Grease the ball with his Jerry Curl activated juice. Probably was. Listen, Juan Guzman had a Jerry Curl from hell. And it seemed yeah. like, especially when um, CBS took the Major League Baseball contract, the national contract, and mm-hmm. Toronto was in the World Series, every time you would see Guzman, He'd have a grease spot on his hat and on his jersey. On his jersey. I, I would I just I would think about um, but he coming threw... to America when everybody was sitting on the couch <laughs> and the grease. Oh Lord. The Jerry Curl stain. Yeah. Yeah. Three Jerry Curl stains yeah. right in a row on the couch. Yeah. Oh Lord. But he but he could pitch his ass off though. I I will I will say uh a pitcher that I wouldn't want to face in key times and moments. Uh, and that was, uh, and you would know it from 1988, Earl Hershiser. Or Hershiser. Oh, yeah, Bulldog. Mm-hmm. I'll give you one. Dave Stewart. Thank you, sure, Dave. Yes. yes. Matter of fact, he threw four of them. Dave Stewart, David Cohn, Juan Guzman, and Jimmy Key. And yeah, we already talked Jimmy about Jimmy Key. That's that Toronto squad. Yeah, that's yep. yeah, the Toronto. Uh, Man, that, Dave, you don't know if Dave, you didn't know if Dave Stewart would work from his chest or work overhand. Oh, there yeah, you go. Right. Um, uh, McCarthy, that's not a surprise. McCarthy, David Wells, David Wells pitched hangover a lot of times. Almost times, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fun fact: David Wells was pitching with a hangover when he when that's he threw his no no back in May. And and <laughs> that only close. was not that was not only a no no. That was a perfecto. Perfect, yeah, it was it was. A perfect game. It was that was perfect. a perfect game. Yes. A year after David Cohn. Mm-hmm. Yep, year after David Cohn threw one, and I don't want to see. I don't want to see David Cohn. Hell with that. 
Do you know which way that curveball is going? Uh, no. no. Did you want to know which way that curveball was going? No. Coney had that's that's when you just for right for 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 right he had these angles mm-hmm. that you didn't know where he was coming for with for that pitch. Nope. And then and then with his leg kick, you know, Coney, oh, Coney was next to Maddox. Coney was another another professor when it came and to. Here, and here's the thing with Cone, and I I know I mentioned this a lot, and I'll mention it again. There were so many pitchers that started their career with an overhead windup. But then they would get more power when they switched it and work from their chest. When they would start their wind up from the chest. Man. I don't know. Man. Good Lord. Latina and Callie joining us this morning. Good morning to you. Hey, and happy, what's happy up, Latina? A Pizzle in the house with us. Good morning hey, to Piz, you. A what up? I don't. You know a picture I didn't want to see? That the Cubs did see in 1989, Rick Ah, uh, Yeah, one of those pitchers who had that short leg kick and it looked like he was throwing junk and he wasn't. Mm-hmm. It just looked like he was throwing junk all the time and he wasn't. And sometimes, sometimes you got to go, ain't this a bitch? I had a beat on that. No, you don't. Especially with Terry Kennedy catching him. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll give you a preview for tomorrow, and we'll wrap up the we'll wrap up the day here on Snowman in the morning.